0: Hey there, Business Building Warrior. It's your buddy, Jim. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Today, we're going to discuss the current state and the future state of retail arbitrage, online arbitrage. Now, this business model has been controversial for about 15 years. And we're gonna dive into why that is, why it's controversial, and why I feel so confident that this model while not a perfect business model, you've heard us talk about it in recent episodes, is a phenomenal way to get started and to build a very profitable business using the internet. And our content, our strategies, I will also lay out the case why those are the best in the world to build a very fast, profitable, stable business. Guys, it has never been a better time If you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan of this community, if you're a fan of what we do around here, this is important information because there are some conflicting and contradicting messages out there, and there have been for 15 years. Well, we continue to defy every day, literally daily, defy those who would say, oh, retail arbitrage is dead. The only way to build a business is to build your own brand. Yeah, we agree. There's some other powerful options out there, but... I love that we can take anyone, we can take someone who's got a budget of just a few hundred dollars and introduce them using this very low hanging fruit model and turn them into incredible business owners. So it's a, it's a model that's very near and dear to our heart. And I'm going to share some very specific evidence as to why I believe and our team believes that there has never been a better time to get started selling online, specifically on Amazon, there's never been a better strategy to introduce that whole arena than retail arbitrage. And contrary to what many are saying, there's no restrictions whatsoever. There's no reason that you shouldn't experiment with this model. So we're going to talk about that today on the show. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks for watching. Most of you Who enjoy this program, prefer to use your favorite podcast app because this has got well over 150 episodes that aren't on YouTube. And you can listen to all of them as a podcast, as an audio only. So wherever you're listening today, thank you. But if you're word aware, maybe you're a recent listener, we do throw some of our episodes up on YouTube as well, which is what we're doing today. So in the show notes, if you go to silentgym.com, if you want the link to resources that I mentioned today, or the link to the YouTube view link. You can see me sitting in my office, which there's not much to see today. This isn't a very visual episode. I've got nothing uh, cool to show you prop-wise. No guests today, just me. So enjoy listening only today on this episode. But if you want to catch it on YouTube, give us a, uh, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel. You can certainly do all that too. Okay, so let's jump into the topic. Retail arbitrage. Is it a viable model? is there a future in it? How stable is it? What does Amazon think of this model in general? What are the big restrictions that you should be aware of as you get into this model? Well, Those are the things I want to kick around today. And Feel free to give us feedback. If you have a question or if I leave something out or if you want to uh, continue this conversation, of course, jump into our Facebook group, My Silent Team. Just go to, go to Facebook and type in My silent team is one word. You'll see the mysilentteam.com Facebook group pop up. Join it. It's free. We talk about this kind of stuff all the time. So this is my take. And here's the facts. Let's maybe list out the facts real quick in no particular order off the top of my head. And then we're going to dive into what that means for us. So the facts. The facts are Brett and I were at Amazon a little over a week ago. Well, actually a week ago as I'm recording this. We were at Amazon headquarters for the first time. We were invited out there. So we flew out. We spent the night in a hotel and then went on campus, on location to Amazon, met with, I would say we probably met 18 different people throughout the throughout that one full packed day. There was a lot that happened that day. Brett and I will record an episode soon and we'll talk specifically about what happened and, and what we can share. Uh, there were some... Conversations and things that we learned that we're not necessarily supposed to share publicly, and we're not—we're going to be very sensitive about that. The last thing we want to do is put anybody at Amazon in an uncomfortable position. We know for a fact that there are many people at Amazon that consume our content. They look at the proven Amazon course. They study. They've told us these things. They love our community. Our Facebook group has a lot of Amazon employees who support sellers in our Facebook group. Isn't that cool? They told us openly and they're they're not afraid to say it. Now, they don't participate a whole lot and they can't show a lot of favoritism. There are other courses. There are other communities out there, but we are plowing into some new territory for sure with Amazon. We're at the front of the pack on some very interesting stuff and I'll have to leave it at that for now, but you're going to hear more about that. As we plow into 2019, you're going to see a lot of evidence that the things I'm sharing with you are true and One of those things is Amazon loves our community. They love sellers. They have entire departments that exist just to support us and to make sure that we succeed. And we're building some fantastic relationships with them. And and I can say this too on a personal note. This is a fact. On a personal note, one of the things that we've done around here from day one, you can go back to the year 2000 when this was all being established. And back then, eBay was the big game in town. We've always conducted ourselves in such a way that if fully audited, if you will, like, you know, you can do your taxes in such a way that if the IRS fully audits you, they'll have no issues, right? That's kind of how we run our business around here as well. That's how we educate our students around here. If you take our advice and you follow the course we put you on, we're never going to do things that will get you into hot water. A great example of that is multiple communities, for example. Back when this was a gray area, they would give you advice on how to generate more uh, customer reviews. Here's how you do it, guys. Okay, let's, this is a bad idea, by the way, that I'm about to share with you. It's an idea we never taught, but it's an idea that ran rampant throughout the online selling community. And I'll, I'll make my point in a moment, but I'll give you a couple examples. One of them was, hey, you want to get more reviews? Let's circle up into groups of 30 or 40 people and all buy each other stuff and all leave each other a five-star review. Isn't that a great idea? Well, we never cooperated or participated in spite of several people saying, oh, you're in a perfect position, Jim. Organize everybody into these small groups and buy each other stuff and leave each other reviews. Isn't that a great idea? It's so creative. Well, no, because it violates the intent of Amazon's rules of only sellers selling to strangers to leave honest, uh, you know, reviews that are unbiased in any way by any outside influence? That's what Amazon wants because then, as shoppers, we get to enjoy truly unbiased reviews, right? Only makes sense. That's why we didn't participate in those shenanigans, and many people got in trouble. Many people lost their accounts, and I found it quite humorous. Actually, these groups stood out like a sore thumb because you think about thirty people all buying each other's stuff. All of a sudden, you get the suggested products at the bottom. So, you know, one person is selling a. Uh, a dog poop scooper bag or whatever. And people who bought that also bought something completely unrelated, a spatula. <laughs> and people who bought that also bought something completely unrelated, a kid's book. You know, it's just like these products don't go together. People who bought this also bought these things. That doesn't make any sense. So you could see these groups and they're all leaving each other five star reviews. It was just silliness. Well, we never participated in that. We never participated in these services that could get you ungated. Hey, pay us $300. We'll get you ungated in this category, get you ungated for this product. That's not what Amazon wanted happening. They wanted individual sellers to take responsibility for their own accounts, not pay somebody to game the system. So we never participated in that. We never endorsed those. Why do I say that? Well, over the long haul, our community has risen. The cream rises to the top kind of thing. And we've built a reputation for having a tremendous culture having a powerful community with successful results. They've looked at data, they've studied. And when I say they, Amazon has looked at this stuff and we have something truly special established here because we've been focused on doing it right. We don't cut corners. We don't teach strategies that even if Amazon doesn't have a rule against it yet, we think to ourselves, might Amazon at some point frown on this? If they fully audited the way we're doing things around here, might they have a problem with it? And if so, we just don't do it because we knew the day was coming when our community would be large enough, our credibility would be big enough that Amazon would say, hey, let's have a conversation because we can do things that they simply can't. You know, we, We've built a culture here where we can help you beat your competitors. Amazon can't do that. Amazon can't, can't pick favorites, say, hey, seller A, we like you more than seller B. We're going to help you learn how to succeed. It only makes sense that we're in a position where Uh, One of the analogies we used is, hey, we can be a shoulder to cry on. We're right there in the trenches with our community. That's something Amazon can't do. So we have some advantages. There's benefits there on both sides for us to begin to work with them. And there's not a whole lot that I can say beyond that at this point, as far as like, hey, what's on paper? Nothing. There's nothing on paper. There's nothing official. But we are making relationships with Amazon. So the fact is, Brett and I were there. The fact is that they love our community they love what we're doing they love resellers guys check this out this is cool internally inside amazon i learned a couple things and again brett and i will do an episode just talking about this so i'm not going to go real deep into this right now because brett was there and i think it would be a great episode for us to talk through it a couple things that really stood out to me was uh, they call all of us as amazon sellers all of us are referred to as resellers or brand builders We're either reselling or building a brand. And they love both. They love both. Now, admittedly, it only makes sense on paper, if you think about it, that after a while, one more reseller doesn't add as much value as a new brand builder coming onto the platform. But we are so far from a saturation point, guys. And we have evidence of that. Let me introduce another fact. We've, as I'm recording this, we're in the middle of the the Q4 madness and the fastest paced selling season, although Amazon is a year round and online selling is a year round opportunity, these two or three weeks are pretty fast paced for most of us who sell online. And we've seen, I think we're probably at about 150 unsolicited testimonials rolling in from our recent arbitrage training that we did. Now it's exclusive. You had to get in back in October. And I encourage you next year. Well, I, I encourage you anytime we offer a special class or a course or content, if It makes sense with your business. It's going to be a great investment. So these people paid a few hundred dollars. They got into our arbitrage training. We just had a team of incredibly skilled, and we're going to be telling you more about how you can do this year round soon, but incredibly skilled teachers going live, doing videos, recording the presentations, sending it out to this small group. 150 testimonials of people, most of whom have never succeeded in any way in any business, especially online. And they're building these incredible success stories, telling us about their $500 days, their $1,000 days, their $3,000, $5,000 sales days, and they've never seen anything like this. We teach them how to really get in and systemize the retail arbitrage business model, buying stuff off a shelf, flipping it for a profit on Amazon or eBay or Facebook Marketplace or Mercari or, or any of these other platforms. There's so many out there where you can do this. But the point is, The R-A-O-A opportunity, not only is it simple, not only does Amazon not have a problem with it, but guys, we're cranking out success stories with our creative, unique content. We do things very differently than others do. It can be systemized. You can build a team. And we have ample content coming on these topics in the very near future, opportunities to get into a private Facebook group where that's all we talk about year round and the success stories are just blowing us away. So as I'm in fact mode, just kind of sharing the facts, dropping through here, let me remind you guys that the reason I reemphasize this point over and over again is because I feel like I'm on a bit of a misinformation fighting campaign. You've heard me talk about arbitrage over the years as a beautiful model that's not going anywhere. You've heard me say it over and over and over. I wrote a blog post. It's been referenced multiple times. I wrote the blog post several years ago, and I haven't changed a word, and it still stands. Bottom line, as long as there's free markets, there will always be arbitrage opportunities. You've heard me say this over and over again. And is this me plugging for this specific business model? No, the only reason I emphasize it so much is because it's the model that's the most under attack. And yes, there are some negatives and we'll go into those just briefly in this episode. But the main thing I wanted to accomplish here is share some facts with you about why this model is as stable as it's ever been, the future looks as bright as it's ever looked, Amazon has absolutely no issues whatsoever against retail arbitrage sellers. Your odds of being suspended have never been lower if you're an honest seller doing things the right way. And the speed that you'll be reinstated if you are suspended is shorter than ever. And your odds of being reinstated are better than ever if you're one of the good guys. We're in a position here where we see, remember, there are thousands of sellers in our community. Anytime there's bad news from any one of them, we hear about it. And Let's just say, just to use a round number, let's say there's 30,000 sellers who in one way or another interact on a regular basis with our community. That's, that's probably a low number, but let's just say the average experience for the average seller in our community is business as usual every day. Let's say one of them has a negative experience and they're looking for some help. And they're a little scared and Amazon just did something a little strange and, you know, there's a new restriction they haven't seen before that immediately pops front and center. Our Facebook group, keep in mind, you know, it's 50,000 business building warriors from around the world who at any moment can pick up their, (laughs) their cell, their smartphone and say, oh my goodness, something terrible just happened, Mm -hmm. right? On an average day, 99.9% of us, that doesn't happen. We're building our businesses. Things are great. But when something bad does happen, boom, it's front and center. Everybody is in their opinions. And some people think to themselves, oh no, someone got suspended. Well, that's terrible. That's just horrible news. Well, if you've noticed the last handful of times, I would say it's happened three or four times in the past three or four months. It gets resolved and it gets resolved quickly. And in the end, it was a whole bunch of worry over a whole bunch of nothing. Yet for some reason, the rumors still persist out there mainly by people who have a product or a service to sell that doesn't include retail arbitrage training <laughs> that that model's dead that model's risky you shouldn't be using retail arbitrage amazon doesn't like they've got a mandate coming that's going to shut it all down very soon and you know it's over game over guys we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue for amazon from people who do that model it's very profitable for them that's how they keep the selection in front of their customers you've heard me beat this up over and over again but it's not going anywhere amazon loves people who bring legitimate product to their platform and flip it for profit to happy customers they always have they always will now where are some of the challenges And where are some of the limitations? And you've heard me talk about these before. So if you're very familiar with the landscape of retail and online arbitrage as a business model, this is one of those episodes where I'm just kind of reinforcing and updating you that as of just a few days ago, I'm more confident than ever on these points. But what are the challenges? Well, one of them is you're always going to be scrambling, looking for new products. This whole inch deep, mile wide thing means you're never really going to go super deep and get a repetitive process going for a single product, which is why we like to graduate you up to those other business models that are a little more repetitive, a little more scalable. You can hire a team and and you can create systems where there's a repetitive process happening and the profits kind of come in on autopilot. You're just kind of reordering. When it's time to reorder, you order more and it's the same widget and it's your widget. That's beautiful. And we encourage multiple income streams. I don't care if it's PayPal, eBay, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, or Amazon. If you're reliant on one big impersonal, relatively impersonal platform for your total income, that's not the most stable of structures for multiple income streams on the internet. Read the book Silent Sales Machine if you haven't yet. That'll get you up to speed very quickly on the reality of, building a stable long-term income using multiple income streams and why that's so vital. Okay, so we've got the risk of retail arbitrage. The risks are you can easily be misunderstood. You could accidentally send in a product as we did. We sent in a product, we bought it off of a, a closeout lot. And we're like, yeah, it looks legit. It's in a bag. It's got a tag. It, looks, it's, it you know, shows up on Amazon when we scan it. There's profit there. We sent it in. Oh, lo and behold, someone had violated intellectual property with that product. So yes, we had to go through the process. We got a ping from Amazon. Hey, the product owner is complaining here. So we stopped selling that product. We pulled it. We wrote a letter. We went through the process and it's all good in the end. We've done this. Happens all the time. Not a big deal. It's easily navigated stuff once you've done it once. It Could cost you a little bit of money, but it's nothing that's going to break you. Okay. So navigating that. Yes. And as we've heard, like Nike is the big example that everyone uses. There were a handful of people in our community, for example, they built an incredible business and their whole business was selling big name brand shoes. The big brands, Nike, last year's models and going around to closeout stores and and had this whole system built up. And all of a sudden, Nike scales back. Some of these multi-billion dollar big brands have a little more leverage and they're able to say, you know what, Eh, let's get rid of some of these sellers. There's too many people selling our stuff, too many people getting a piece of the profit. Let's scale that back. So the really big brands sometimes are able to work with Amazon and put some restrictions in place that limit. And like the tech, you've heard me talk about it. You know the HPs and some of the big tech, the the people that run commercials all the time during you know the big moments on TV. The companies that have billion-dollar marketing budgets, there's not as much margin there. Okay, but the other ninety-seven percent of all brands in the world. (laughs) wide open guys, completely wide open for creative bundles, for for retail arbitrage, for online arbitrage. So don't be scared away by those factors. Yes, there are some limits there. Yes, there is some gating sometimes where you're gated for a product, you're gated for a category, that sort of thing. Those are just tiny hurdles. The wide open landscape, it's kind of like to me, just to create a visual, you know, the landscape is wide open. Let's say you're cross country skiing, right? And you look to your left, and as far as you can see, and you look to your right, as far as you can see, you've got a 180 degree view of this beautiful, just, you know, let's go. We can go in any direction. Let's, it's gorgeous. But there's one tree over here, and there's a tree there, and maybe a handful of other trees here and there, and make five or six trees on the whole horizon, as far as you can see. And you think to yourself, I ah, I better not do this because I might hit one of those trees. That's, that's how I feel some people approach the retail arbitrage. Like, ah, I don't know, because There are five or six trees out there, but literally 98% of the field is open to you and ready to rock. So it's a little frustrating sometimes. So anytime I get evidence, like we did this last week, that Amazon loves resellers, they have entire teams and departments committed to things like, I mean, this is their job description. They want sellers getting on the platform. They want sellers selling stuff on the platform successfully. New sellers signing up quickly making that first sale. They're measured on these metrics. They want these activities happening, guys. This is what they do for a living. People show up at Amazon, they come to work, and their job is to get more sellers on the platform and get those sellers selling stuff as quickly and easily as as they possibly can, to smooth out the process. That's their job, guys. They love us, both resellers and brand builders. I have more evidence than I've ever had before to reinforce that we have more success stories than we've ever had to reinforce this? So hopefully, you know, this is just a very fact-based, I'm a fact-based guy. I'm like, hey, let's lay the facts on the table. People can make their own decision. But from where I sit, having done this for, I've been selling stuff on the internet for 18 years, guys, that makes me old as dirt in internet years. And for, for me to say, this is a bold statement. I understand that comes across as a bold statement. But there has literally never been a time, as I look back over these 18 years, there has never been a time where I was more optimistic about the future of building a business online, specifically with the lowest hanging fruit starting point for people who are confused or concerned. I know there's many of you out there, you're, you are experienced veterans. You look at RA and OA as like, ah, yeah, that, that's a good way to make a few hundred bucks a week. But uh, yeah, my business has moved beyond that. But I realize that a lot of our audience, they've never made any money online. They're a little intimidated. They're a little frightened by the prospect of starting an online business. There has never been a better time. There's never been a better model than simply flipping product from retail to online. Buy it for 10 bucks at a store or online. Take it to a, where it has a low perceived value or it's over. there's overstock. There's too much of it so it's got a low value and you simply move it from point a to point b where it's got a higher perceived or actual value and people will pay for the convenience of being able to access it easily you're providing tremendous value in that short point a to point b trip that's where you get paid you're just moving it from one spot to another where it's got some higher value and you get paid that's how many businesses probably half of all businesses that's their model they're either making something original or they're moving something that someone else made from point A to point B where it has low value to high value. We've talked about that in past episodes, right? Like you, uh, you move an iceberg from the middle of the ocean where it's kind of valueless to the desert and you've got all this fresh water. Well, you've added value. You've moved from point A to point B. And it exists even on smaller levels. You take it from the bottom shelf of a closeout somewhere and you put it right where a mom who has a, bu- a busy life and doesn't have time to go shopping today, and needs a present for her daughter's best friend's birthday party tomorrow, and it's right there, prime now, boom, she can have it on on her porch. She couldn't have driven nine states away and grabbed it off that shelf for $8, but she's happy to pay $25 to have it on her porch two hours from now. And you and Amazon share the price difference, right? Come on, that makes sense. It's a beautiful business model, guys. So I, for one, am committed long-term. If I've got to be the lone voice in the wilderness, I will be that saying retail arbitrage is far from dead. Just the opposite. It is only beginning to get interesting. The opportunities are abundant. And I have about 150 new friends from the past few weeks who went through our training who would echo that exact same sentiment. You'll be seeing video evidence of just that because many of them have sent have sent us screenshots you know, imagine just these beautiful screenshots saying hey i've never sold anything online before but look i just had my first 1000 dollar day and it's all thanks to this creative training that you guys provided so be looking for that there's probably some links in the show notes where you can go and uh, check out more about what we're up to we're putting it together right now i don't have a link for you that i can announce over the air but in the show notes we may have something By the time this episode is broadcast out there. So you can go and click a link and see exactly just story after story after story from the past few weeks alone, where people are succeeding wildly using our strategies for flipping products online. And it's a scalable business model that if you're not using, you should be. And just in case there's some of you out there thinking, wow, Jim just did a big commercial for retail arbitrage. The only reason I'm doing this it's because there's so much bad information out there and I have evidence that's contrary to it. I think you need to have multiple income streams. We love private label, the model. We love wholesale, the model. We love creative bundles. Uh, not too long ago, a couple episodes ago, I laid all these different models out on a nice graph. And that is a good YouTube one to go watch because I laid out all the models, the benefits, the advantages, the disadvantages, who should get in what kind of budget, what kind of time constraints, how risky it is, how stable it is. We went through all of that. And I positioned the retail arbitrage opportunity exactly where it needs to be on the graph as one of the easiest ways to make money quickly. But it's not where you want to park permanently for the reasons that we've listed. It's not as easy to scale. It's not as profitable as you could be selling products online. There are some restrictions there. The risks, while still minimal the suspension are slightly higher with that business model. But all that being said, we still love the model. And if you've never made money online before, it's a no brainer. Do this. There's never been an easier way to build a legitimate business that you can be excited about. So that's me sharing some facts about retail arbitrage. If you have any argument or disagreement with me on this, I'd love to hear from you. We'll have a discussion going in the Facebook group. I'm sure on these topics, it's constantly coming up and people kicking it around, but man, we're seeing some cool success stories. I hope you are having a lot of success. As I record this, as we wind down 2018, I hope your business is just booming. We've got a lot of exciting things happening around here. 2019 is going to be a year of uh, diversification for us in a big way. We're doing a lot of new things. We're doing them well. Our team is growing. I mean, we're talking to. This is a little side note, just a little heads up on what's coming. I mean we're talking to universities, cities, and I'm not going to tell you the full details on this one yet, but cities are holding competitions for their entrepreneurs using the proven Amazon course as their curriculum as their core curriculum, saying, "Hey guys, launch a business here's the curriculum let's have a contest let's have a challenge and the people of the city who are interested in building a business come together, check out the proven Amazon course and do what it says and we're going to pick a winner. We're going to have a competition here. We're going to build some business. We're going to inject business into our community. How exciting is that? So projects like that, and plus all this new stuff we've got going on with Amazon. I've got to I'll just show you, man. These are these are the people at Amazon I'm going to be getting back to today. <laughs> business cards. <laughs> those watching on YouTube. Like Those are some folks I got to get back to today and respond to some things we've got going on. Uh, and you'll hear more about it soon. I know Many of you are going to have a lot of questions like, what did Amazon say? And um, again, we're not going to say anything that puts anybody there into an uncomfortable position uh, by you know, overstating what they've shared with us, or some of it was you know potentially confidential information, that sort of thing. We're going, to, we're going to navigate that in such a way that we don't damage the relationship, that we honor those who have made this possible, this relationship even possible. But lots of exciting stuff coming there, guys. You're going to see our name popping up a lot in association with Amazon in very short order, as even more validation that what you've built. And I say what you've built, if you're a member of this community, this culture that we've established, it is on the radar of a lot of people. That's one of the things that was expressed multiple times when we were on location at Amazon, which is this incredible culture that we've built. It was, the observation was made, you know, we don't see a whole lot like this, including on our own discussion forums, <laughs> you know, the, the culture of support and encouragement and you can do it. And there's five solutions, at least if not 20 to every challenge you'll encounter in that whole air of community. You built that. If you're a part of this community and you're still around, you know, cause we remove negative people. And some people say, hey, we filter out, disagreement." No, we, we welcome disagreements and, and debates on, on important topics. Very welcome that. But what we don't allow is personal insults or unnecessary confrontation. We're not anti-confrontation. We're anti-unnecessary confrontation. Many times... Confrontations, the vast majority of the time, confrontations should be handled the way I have to handle them all the time around here. Very rarely does a week go by that I don't have to have an uncomfortable confrontation with someone, but I never do it on Facebook. Kidding me? Why would I? So you confront privately. You've always praised publicly rather than calling someone up and saying, Hey, great job. I do that too, but I also post it on Facebook and say, hey, this person's doing an awesome job. Way to go. That's why we encourage success stories because it's contagious. Victory is contagious, as is negativity. So we just don't allow a whole lot of negativity. And you know, we'll think through issues with you, but we're not going to just allow people to wallow and pile on without solutions. We just don't allow it. So we challenge that. And that has produced, produced, and you've been a part of helping produce, a very special culture that literally doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. No one else has pointed out to us if it does. We've heard from, at this point, thousands of people who have said things like, This just doesn't exist anywhere else. I've looked around. I've been in other communities. Either they beat up newbies or there's always something negative that's being shared that, you know, unfounded rumors of negativity. And we just don't allow that because there's too much success to be had. Success is like candlelight, not cake, right? You've heard me talk about it before. I'm not going to explain it. You can listen back into other episodes. If you don't know what that means or hang out in our community, you'll hear us talk more about it. Success and profit and building an incredible business. It's a lot like candlelight. It's not like a cake that can be easily devoured and gone. And we don't, we don't get to share any of it. All right. I'm going to wrap it up here. This has been a fun episode for me because there's so many great facts rolling in. It would have been kind of a bummer if we had gone to Amazon and like, yeah, hey, we're kind of scaling back. Hey, we got enough sellers. Hey, you know, you guys can figure it out. We don't really need all you guys. Nothing like that just the opposite. They're in growth mode. We're in growth mode. The future looks bright. They love us. We love them. Lots of good things that can happen between the two parties. So full speed ahead. All right, business building warriors. This is your buddy, Jim. Had some fun with this episode today. Hopefully you found value in it and encouragement in it. And even if you're not a retail arbitrage seller, if you've got other models, send people to this episode. Tell them, hey, go to silentjim.com. Point out this episode number to them and say, listen to this. This is the reality of what's going on with the lowest hanging fruit business model on the internet from someone, a team of people who've been doing it a very long time with a whole bunch of success stories, very low risk. Check it out. And if you really want to do them a big favor, buy them the proven Amazon course. Give them a shove in that direction. Because guys, that course is on fire right now. And all that, and I can mention this too as well, all that content that we recorded and for the training, for the people who are succeeding wildly, you know, that 150 testimonials we got, all that training is going into the Proven Amazon course. No charge. It just goes in. The course is always updating and improving. So we're here for the next few weeks. All that training is yours. And you can start to experience the beauty of building an incredible business with the one-stop shop, Proven Amazon course. All right, I'm going to sign off right here. God bless you guys. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Spread the word. We'll do this again real soon and I can't wait to hear what you guys think as well if you got any feedback hey shoot it to us all right let us know what you thought if you think I'm wrong on some of this send us your feedback excited to hear that too all right we'll talk to you soon thank you for listening to silent sales machine radio visit silentjim.com for a link to our free newsletter our free facebook group and all of our resources mentioned on today's show